Hello and welcome to the Hacked Off podcast. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about mobile device management. I think we've been talking about mobile application security recently and have therefore left out quite a big part of of mobile security. So I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, mobile device management, how that impacts things like cyber essentials, how that is impacted by things like bring your own device, and talking a little bit about uh, monitoring usage and enforcing policies. So this is going to be a little bit kind of compliance audity as a podcast in comparison to most of our content, which is more like uh, pen testing and, and the hacking side of things. But it is important, and I think it affects uh, an awful lot of companies. It, it's one of those funny areas of security where, um, in my experience with working with customers, they've either got mobile device security like completely locked down and it's great, or they've done basically nothing. It's quite rare to see a little bit of a middle ground. And and usually the the deciding factor there is whether they have MDM and how many of the MDM features that they've used. So MDM, Mobile Device Management, in case you didn't catch that acronym, what we're talking about here is controlling the use of mobile devices. Now this could be BYOD, Bring Your Own Device, where staff members are using personal devices but can access company resources, or it can be where staff members are on corporate devices. And uh, I've worked with a lot of different companies who, who've got uh, either policies, some people have both, where most members of staff have devices issued, but some have BYOD, and that, that complicates things. But let's start with, um, you know, well, where do we start when it comes to mobile device security? W- what is it that we're trying to look at? And this is the the monitoring versus enforcing policies thing. Um, Really what what I'm talking about here is an awful lot of organizations um, mandate good security through policy documents. So in a lot of companies where they have policy documents that require staff members to do things like keep the devices up to date, update the operating system, update the apps, those kinds of things. And I've seen a lot of organizations that try and uh, enforce that stuff through security awareness training. And typically, I'm of the opinion that whilst policy and awareness training is great and everybody should have those things, it, it's not a complete strategy. Telling staff members to do something and reminding staff members to do something isn't always as effective as enforcing that action. So that's a thing to think about, and that's something that mobile device management can help with. The kind of um, ramp that I want to use to talk about this difference between monitoring and um, enforcing, though, would be Cyber Essentials, because Cyber Essentials has got quite a simple requirement, but I see a lot of companies failing it. I see a lot of companies failing Cyber Essentials in general, uh, at least as an initial step, based on some quite simple things. I, I often refer to Cyber Essentials as the easiest assessment you'll ever fail. But let's take a step back, just in case people haven't heard about Cyber Essentials now. Hopefully everybody has, because it's been in the industry for years now. Is it 2014 it was introduced? Something like that. Um, But new people join the industry every day, so just in case Cyber Essentials is new to you. It is a a government-certified, government-established assurance model. So it's a a basic, or, or I guess foundational way of making sure that your organization is is performing basic security actions. When I look at Cyber Essentials, I'm of the opinion that a lot of the protections there are for things like phishing, for um, preventing staff members getting caught up by phishing emails. And that and that's fine. It's not complete. There's a lot more to security than just phishing emails, but it is a big and common threat. So looking at things like the Cyber Essentials checks in regards to clicking links in emails, filtering emails with malicious attachments. Yeah, awesome. Anti-phishing protection. 
But Cyber Essentials, basic requirement. Fill in a questionnaire that says how you perform certain actions. The questionnaire is validated by a, a third party. And then we have Cyber Essentials Plus, where there's some uh, practical ver verification as well. So we would do uh, build reviews where we come in and we take a look at staff members' devices. Are they up to date? Do they have vulnerable software installed? What happens when you click malicious links in a browser? Actually testing those things, that kind of thing. One of the requirements of Cyber Essentials is, as you would imagine, devices are kept up to date. Now, very often, like I say, I see companies who enforce to staff members, you must update your devices and there's some policy somewhere that tells them they have to. And then you go into the organization to do an assessment and every device has had a different version. And some are back a major version, some are just missing the latest update. There's some staff members in the company furiously hitting the install later button every time an update pops up. And that can lead to a lot of devices missing security patches. That's quite distinct from most organizations that I go to have at least a fairly good grip of things like um, end user devices in terms of laptops, um, servers, especially Windows servers being up to date. You know, they have WSUS or something like that, or even just have Windows update set to automatic. And they have updates going in well, but on mobile devices, that, that's not the case, possibly because in some, some instances, the users get a prompt and in some instances the users can just click no. So having just a policy that tells staff members to do a thing, if the staff members aren't bought into security, don't care, don't understand, weren't paying attention in the security awareness training, whatever, if they get to the point where they're just hitting next, 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 next on, the, on these updates and they never get installed, that can cause you a problem when it comes to cyber essentials. Doesn't mean you're going to fail, but it just could mean that you've got a, a bit of an inconvenient job to run around the company and talk to everyone and say, what version of your operating system is your mobile device on? Do you have all of your updates installed? Reminding them how to do that, making sure they've done that. Alternatively, of course, there's mobile device management. Mobile device management, MDM, is either a way of monitoring that usage or enforcing that usage. And, you know, it depends on your company culture and the stance that you want to take from a security point of view as to which you would do. But very often, if you enroll a mobile device within mobile device management, you'll get a little dashboard and it'll tell you which devices are in use and then which devices are running, you know, what version of the operating systems, that kind of thing. MDM can be a lot bigger than that and there's a lot more features that we can talk about in a second. But just as a basic rule from the, the considerations of Cyber Essentials, it's just like the fundamentals, the basics, are updates getting installed? Well, it'll tell you. And then if you want to enforce that through policy, maybe you can go and give those staff members a kick, make them do it. Or alternatively, with MDM, you can also enforce it. So enforcement can take um, different, it can have different guises as to what enforcement is. But one of the common ways that I see it is when a device is enrolled within um, MDM, if it's not updated to within a, a certain amount, so, so that's configurable in most instances, you know, maybe you're allowed to miss a minor software update, but, but not a major one or something like that. You can configure it. If a user's device falls too far behind on updates, where too far behind is defined by you, you can block them accessing company resources. So this is good for, I mean, security in general, right? If that device becomes uh, vulnerable to a known vulnerability, you can prevent them accessing resources, thereby reducing that risk. Yeah, that's awesome. But also from a compliance point of view, if you're going for something like Cyber Essentials, you've got a dashboard that tells you who's up to date. 
And when the auditor comes in and wants to see, you know, do you have any devices that can access company resources that aren't in line with those policies? Well, no, because they automatically get kicked off, basically. Um, so that's that's one way of, of enforcing things, and that works well. And there's lots of other things that you can enforce that, that are relevant to cyber essentials, or relevant to security in general. So things like how company resources can be accessed, which applications users can install, and those kinds of things. But at this point, I want to bring up bring your own device. Now, bring your own device is a nightmare in every instance that I've seen it installed. It's really rare to see somebody have BYOD well. And, and sometimes it's quite frustrating if they've got like a nice, clean corporate device policy, MDM enforcement, everything's working well, and some members of staff are allowed BYOD. And that's Wild West unmanaged. Um, but BYOD can be implemented securely and it can be implemented uh, efficiently, again, by using MDM. So you have those devices enroll within MDM. And again, there's configuration options here and it's, it's worth checking the, the feature set of whichever MDM you're interested in buying, but just as a kind of generic overview, an introduction to MDM. Um, one of the things that it can allow you to do is set up effectively a, a second profile or a sandboxed environment or just a separated instance, typically sandboxing or um, some kind of isolation where the user has their personal stuff and their corporate stuff and it's separated. One can't access the other and that's good for uh, security. I've just been ranting on this podcast not so long ago about network segmentation. So in this instance, we're having effectively user profile segmentation, but again, it's good. Nice trust boundary that we can manage. That's awesome. Um, but additionally, from the corporate device side of things, if that um, device falls out of you know, version control or something, as we mentioned earlier, you can prevent the user from accessing corporate devices, but they can still use their, their device for personal reasons. It doesn't impact them in any way that might frustrate the user. And when they update, they can access corporate stuff again. Or you get additional features. Now, these features apply outside of BYOD as well. It's just within BYOD, it's uh, implemented very slightly differently. The ability to do things like remotely erase the device now, if it's a corporate device and something happens to it, it's lost, stolen, damaged, whatever, you can press a button on most MDM platforms and remotely erase that device. Now, with bring your own device, that brings in some complexity here. If you're remotely erasing the device, the users wouldn't necessarily be happy with that. You're deciding that you're going to destroy all of my data. But of course, as I mentioned, with an isolated sandbox environment, separated user profiles, well, you're just getting rid of the corporate stuff. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't impact the, the user at all. I don't think it's necessarily a problem if the user has lost their device and they have no control over it if you were to erase things, but just for the sake of, of comfort and understanding of, of, um, of staff members, those kinds of things, you know, from the corporate point of view, you have full control over that bit of the device, that isolated part of the device. So you can implement BYOD securely. You can enforce it well through MDM, and some of the complexities around uh, making sure that they're installing updates, making sure that they're following corporate policy, making sure if the device is lost or stolen, you can secure that device by erasing it, and those kinds of things, then, then yeah, that's great. Also, things like um, passwords, passcodes, PIN numbers, whatever, you might have a corporate policy that says, you know, you must have a long, random, non-deterministic password to access corporate uh, resources. But if you're using BIOD and that's only enforced through policy, it's not technically enforced, you're probably going to find that staff members have four-digit PIN numbers, something like that. I guess maybe we're moving away from this now with the 
proliferation of things like Face ID and Touch ID and the Android equivalents um, because they're convenient and not so bad for security. There's a nuance there, but it's certainly better than a passcode of one, two, three, four. Um, on a you know BYOD where you're enforcing these things through MDM as opposed to enforcing in inverted commas uh, through policy, the the device has to be protected by that passcode to access corporate resources and then therefore you're increasing that security enforcing that policy. And for the convenience of the staff member, you could have something like you only enter that long, annoying passcode to access the isolated corporate environment on the device. So there's a balancing security and convenience. I, I get it that different people draw those lines at different places, but, but you can see my point here that MDM allows you to increase security, to reduce risk, and it allows you, because it's configurable, to, to draw the line wherever you want to, to draw the line wherever you want to between security and convenience, to draw the line between the user's personal side and their corporate side, and it also allows you things like monitoring devices or enforcing compliance to certain policies, so that when it comes to next year and you've got to redo your cyber essentials, it isn't a big fuss. You can just look at the dashboard and you can see the state of the union, and if actions need to be taken, you can take those actions. And that's pretty much it. That's a very fast introduction to MDM, but it's an awesome thing. And if you haven't got MDM, even if you're a relatively small company and you think, oh, it sounds like a big expense, it isn't necessarily. Very often you, you compare for MDM on like a per user pricing model, so it can be quite cost efficient. Um, it's a huge increase to security. And even if you don't technically enforce things, if you're a little bit worried about the company culture and enforcing certain things, especially if you're enforcing certain things on personal devices, you can at least monitor them. So you know how things are set up, you know what, what's happening. And if something bad is spotted, you can take action. So yeah, MDM, in short, it's pretty good. You should probably have it. Thank you for listening. And I will see you in the next podcast.